In our second reading, we hear these words. Endure your trials as discipline. God is treating you as sons. So when I was a high school student, my sophomore year, I took a class in English composition, required course. The goal of the class was to teach you how to write essays. And we had to produce an essay every week of the semester. And when we did, the teacher would give us feedback on our work. I recall the first essay that I wrote for her. I was so proud of myself when I handled it in. And so you might imagine my surprise when I got the essay back. On the first page, at the top of the paper was a grade. And the grade was C. I actually think it may have been C minus. I don't recall the particular detail well. But I remember red ink was everywhere. This essay was several pages long. As I flipped the pages, all of this red ink, as the, profe- as the teacher critiqued my work, now I was stunned because I was not in the habit of getting C's. I said to myself, well, what's all this red ink? Does she know how hard I worked on that essay? And what does she mean by C? This is better work than that. But when I settled down, I read her comments. In fact, I studied the whole critique because we had to do this, remember, every week. And so the second time came around and I tried to correct all of the errors that she pointed out in the first essay. I turned it in. I got it back. And at the top of the page was C. Well, at this point, I'm saying, oh, come on. Give me a break. Effort's got to count for something around here. Can't she see I'm trying? So I settled down. Same drill. Study the critique. I had the old paper by me as I'm writing the new one. And I'm not going to make those same errors again. And when the third essay was returned, guess what the grade was? C. And red ink everywhere. I tell you, at this point, I wanted to give the lady a piece of my mind. I knew she had to be out to get me. I think the only reason I didn't give her a piece of my mind is that I knew when I got home, my mama and daddy would have given me a piece of their mind. (laughs) 
So folks, this went on week after week, sea after sea after sea, red ink all over the place. It seemed I could not please her. And so I remember well the moment when I got an essay back that was marked B. Now, there was still some red ink. But she wrote some encouraging words. She says, you're catching on. <laughs> and you're improving. Well, from there, it only got better. From B to B plus, from B plus to A minus, and finally A, and I thought I had hit the jackpot when that happened. And you know then, it dawned on me that my teacher was not out to get me, but my teacher was rather out to improve me. And the word that's used in the scripture for that is that she was disciplining me. Discipline is what you do when you're trying to teach a skill or you're trying to improve someone's character. When we think of discipline, what do we think of? Punishment. And in the scriptures, that's included in the notion of discipline, but it's broader than just that. It's training, it is education, it is formation. My professor was trying to train me to be a writer, and truth be told, the process was painful. But through the pain, I acquired a skill, and it is a skill that has served me my whole life long. When I looked back <clears throat> after some years had passed, I found myself grateful that I had a teacher who disciplined me even when it meant she had to be hard on me. See, discipline is what teachers do when they're working with students. Discipline is what parents do when they're raising kids. Ain't that right, mom and dad? Discipline is what a coach does when he's working with his athletes and trying to form a team that's competitive. Discipline is what the officers in boot camp do when they've got this group of new recruits and they're trying to turn them into soldiers. They're trying to grow them and improve them. And this is never easy. And what the scriptures say is that discipline is also something God does. Endure your trials as discipline. God is treating you like sons 
and daughters. Interesting light, isn't it? God makes use of trial, of affliction, of hardship in order to improve us. He uses those difficulties to shape our character, to mold us, to fashion us, into being the kind of man or the kind of woman that he wants us to be because his goal is holiness. He set his sight on you being a saint. He set his sight on me being a saint. Do you believe this? And because that's what he's got his eye on, he uses the trials that befall us to mold us, to shape us, to fashion us into being men and women who reflect the likeness of Jesus in the world. And he does this because he's a parent. He's a father. And one of the signs that he loves us like a father is that he cares about how we turn out. Years ago, I went to visit some friends. It was, I think, a Saturday morning. The mother of the house opens the door to greet me. She had a little one, three, four years old, in her arms, a little under the weather, and therefore a little crabby. So she greets me, and then she says to the little one in her arms, say hello to Mr. Tipton. And the little one looked at me and turned his head away, and he said to his mama, I don't want to. And I was struck because mama could have just let it go. Oh, don't pay attention to him. He's not well today. But mama said, uh-uh-uh. You need to remember your manners even when you don't feel like it. And then the little one looked back at me and he said, Hello, Mr. Tipton. <laughs> For me, unforgettable. Because what it said was this mama cared what her little boy turned out to be. And therefore, because she cared, she would not pass up the opportunity to discipline. That is, to mold, to shape, to fashion his character so that when he grew up to be a man, she could be proud of him. And my friends, God is like this. He's a dad who wants to be proud of us. And so he allows 
trials to come our way because he cares. And if he didn't care, he'd protect us from all hardship. And you know what we grow up to be? Spoiled brats. But our Heavenly Father cares about me. And he cares about you. And he cares about us so much that it matters to him how we turn out. Brothers, God cares about what kind of man you turn out to be. Ladies, God cares about what kind of woman you turn out to be. And kids, you're not forgotten. God cares about the kind of person you grow up to be. And so he does not spare us hardship and trial, but he uses it to improve us if we cooperate with it. So the attitude we take towards trial is crucial. The scriptures say, don't disdain discipline, meaning don't resent it as though it's just a pain in the, well, I can't finish that sentence. And then he says, don't lose heart under it, even, because, even though it's painful. Don't get discouraged, in other words. Don't fall into self-pity. But rather with the eyes of faith, See in that trial the opportunity for God to grow you. The opportunity for our Father in heaven to improve us if we're pliable, malleable in his hands. Then he can shape us. He can fashion us. He can mold us and ultimately make us saints. Is he out to get you? Nah. He's out to make you better. He's out to make you the best you can be. God has a plan to make a saint out of every life. And so, my friends, when trial, when hardship, when affliction comes your way, put your faith in the Lord and seize the opportunity to let God grow you, improve you, and eventually make you holy.